Hi, it's Becky from Thriving Language and I'm outside in the Forest School with Bex today. Hello, we're sat out in the sun and it's beautiful, it's lovely to be out here. So, um, this podcast has come really through discussions that we've had with other colleagues, people reaching out to us and also um, just the idea really of how we should communicate to ch- with children. Mm. Um, there are so many concerns around, aren't there Bex, that, yeah. that you've heard and seen as well around yeah. children being shouted at and being intimidated. Intimidated. Yeah. It whilst in their educational settings. Yeah, it, it, and we're the, not talking. You know, we're not referring to parents here. This this has come about through through comments about children in nurseries, in preschools, and in schools. And it's something that's quite it's clearly concerning for a lot of people, isn't it, Beck? That oh, it's it's hugely concerning. And if you think of it in a school environment as well, mm. you know, those children are going in there to feel safe and to learn. Yeah. So we are never going to feel safe and feel learn if, if we're being shouted at and intimidated, aren't we? No, and so it's really interesting, actually, because just a, a reference to a, a personal story, when my, one of my children were little and he, he was really upset about going into school. And we when we had a, to- a talk about it, it was like it, the teacher shouts. So I went into school and I said, you know, your shouting is upsetting him. And she said, oh, uh, well, I'm not shouting at him. But often when I'm shouting, children think I'm shouting at them. But I'm actually shouting to the whole class. And you know when you're slightly baffled and you're thinking, I'm not sure that's any better, actually. The, the point was, don't shout at these children. Because, the, the, yeah. you know, the impact is my, my child is feeling... In, insecure, intimidated. He's focusing on trying to feel safe when actually he should be focusing on his learning. So and the whole point was missed, really. It's like, well, I'm not shouting at him, I'm just shouting. But it's still you cannot on him. Shout. I mean, professionally, is there any other profession where, apart from being in the army and being a sergeant major, mm. or something, is there any any other profession where you would shout at your service users or your clients? Or yeah. that they're, they're just well, actually, it's interesting because working in the in you know in the NHS alongside my thriving language stuff, in all our NHS sites we have posters up about abusive. Uh, language and your behavior towards staff will not be tolerated so actually if if an adult were to shout at me they are removed from the building that's just that's, like that's, 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 so, so that's what will yeah. happen so we must be really really aware as teachers of our pa- of our power mm. and ensure that you know you don't always have to shout to to well, intimidate no, a child that, and that's, I, yeah. I think using sar- sarcasm yes. intimidating children shaming, children shaming children so actually like sort of calling children up if there are you know mm. if there's something that's that's sort of in their homework that you don't like or something you need to see the fuller picture and it needs to be understood that actually this child might have tried really hard they may not have the support they may have the support and their parent it's their parent you need to speak to if if you've Mm. got a problem with something that's happened at home it's their Mm. parent that you need to speak to not not the child it's not the child's fault that they haven't say read their book or the child's fault that they haven't done their homework you know it's like actually you need a fuller picture of that shouting at them isn't going make any difference or intimidating them and shaming them isn't going to make them any difference and my pet hate of of words that people say is like oh dear oh dear me what's happened there you know and like and actually that's going to make a child feel frightened it's threatening isn't it it's a really sort of it's it's almost a little passive aggressive isn't it yeah you know we have to think about why what we're saying how we're saying it and why we're saying it because i think you're right becky i think sometimes you know we don't know what's going on in everybody's homes and actually you know for children things might be tricky and so they they don't need our judgment they need our support and the families don't need our judgment the families need our support so it's always remembering 
you know just think about why and how and what i think you know it's, it's really, it sounds really obvious but it, it just feels like it at the moment a, we're seeing yeah, it's, it's all going a, a little bit wrong it is, <laughs> it is going a bit wrong in some schools and, yeah. that, and that is a you know that is a that is a real shame because we are the holders of the children of children's emotional well-being for mm. now and for the future yeah. so by shaming intimidating and shouting at children at school mm. for whatever reason you know there is never an excuse to do no. that we can and we will because we know when when we emotionally abuse anybody their self-esteem goes down yeah. you know their self-esteem goes down and their mental well-being for the future will go down because they will think less of themselves they will think less of their idea yeah. so the next time you perhaps you look at or somebody you work with talks to a child like that or shouts at a child we have to call it we yeah, have we to go and see the head we have to go yeah. and see you know our, our colleagues and we have to say this isn't okay for this mm. environment to be shouty and to be intimidated and for children to be scanning their environment looking worried you yeah. know that that's really not yeah. well you have a duty of care if, if, if you feel uncomfortable then the children are going to feel uncomfortable aren't yeah. they so you have to do something about that you can't just sit on that and you can't then all go and try and like be extra kind to that child to make it all better. It doesn't work like that, does it? You have you have you to have take to do something and say, about it. And, and we yeah. are not saying that is an easy place to be. No, it really isn't. Not. So if anybody wants to email us about anything like that, yeah. it's obviously as normal, right? Rebecca at thrivinglanguage.co.uk, and we will anonymous. You can email in anonymously. You don't have to tell us the school. Don't have to tell us mm. the setting. Don't have to do whatever. But we will try and support you and signpost you in the right way because we have had lots of people asking us about this, and we. We know it's wrong it's a bit like when children used to be smacked and they're not yes. allowed to be smacked we know yeah. that's really wrong don't we so children should be in in the for their height of learning should be calm relaxed and be the trusted adult who mm -hmm. is at their level when they talk to them you know we do understand because we have it in early years and in teaching that there are loads of targets and yeah. loads of, of stress yep. on teachers however that does not excuse the reason to no. shout at children. It no. just cannot happen. So, no. so you know, really, really join us with our, our campaign about this and mm. enable children to be heard, listened to, and, and their ideas and to be... feel safe. You want yeah. them to feel safe in their environments. What a horrible thought that children are going to, to nursery or to school and they are feeling scared of the reaction of the adults. That's not okay, No, is it? it isn't We okay. wouldn't let that happen in their home. No. We would step up and go, something needs to be done. So we yeah. can't let that happen. No, you can't let it happen in, in at all. This, in their educational no. settings. And it, and it becomes, unfortunately, it becomes the, it can become the norm because that's what people start doing and that's what they start seeing. Mm. So, you know, and actually it really needs to not be the norm, doesn't no, it, that absolutely. we do that. So, mm. yeah, absolutely crucially important that we that we don't do that. So we just wanted to bring that to you today, yes. didn't we, we really? Needed to, we think we needed to offload as well yeah, about that, and just we? Because we, ha we have witnessed it. Yeah, uh, um, And we have, with you know, even with, you know, people we work with, we always work work with teachers and we always work mm. with um, early years to try and enable an environment that is language rich and communication rich which means a kinder environment yeah. children will thrive and will communicate if they feel listened to so if the children aren't communicating mm. they're not being listened to they're not being heard and it is crucial that they are heard isn't it yeah so, totally yeah agree.
yeah. I don't want to change a child's life for the worst. I want to change it for the better. Yeah, you absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely to Powerful see you. Powerful stuff. So, yes, yeah. and you, Beck, and uh, we'll see you soon. And if you want to head over to our website, it's www.thrivinglanguage.co.uk. And as always, our email is Rebecca at thrivinglanguage.co.uk. Um, you can see our published book from Routledge, looking at um, speech, language, and communication, and looking at language-rich environments as well. Um, and obviously catch all our podcasts on Apple, Spotify and Amazon Music or your local provider. So thank you for joining us with us and thank you for being part of this amazing community, community even, that does Absolutely. enable yes. children to thrive. So Absolutely. grab a cuppa and join us and listen to some more. And if you ever want to be on one, drop us a line. Take care. Bye. Bye.